0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Everybody Lies, I guess we'll call it. Uh, it's not lupus. <laughs> Mike came up with both those jokes. <laughs> so, <laughs> credit him for that. Uh, this is Massive Late Fee taking a look at House M.D. I am Mark. With me as always is Mike. How are you, Mike?
1: Uh, Not too bad. How about yourself?
0: Good. We're good here. We are, obviously, this is the pilot episode of a new venture. We're going to go episode by episode of house. So this incarnation or this section of Massive Light Fear, whatever you want to call it, will last. I think there's like... Ten seasons of no, I think there's like yeah, there's seven like seasons.
1: Episodes, I think.
0: Yeah, so uh, we'll go for a while. This episode will not be as long as other episodes will probably because it's the pilot of a TV show and it's just not a lot happens really. So I'll kind of explain a little bit, I suppose. Uh, about uh, you know our relationship with House, uh, right right at the top. I love this show until it gets really bad, and trust me, guys, it's going to get really bad. It'll take a while, but it's going to get bad um, for for periods of time. And uh, Mike, I think you've watched the first season.
1: No, I I, I actually started watching the second season like. It just happened to be on when I got home from like a uh, community college. So mm-hmm. like, I turn it on and I watch it. And I really strongly followed the second season. And I liked it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the, you know, it, it went away for the season. And when it came back, I just didn't pick it up and I was fine. I've seen a lot of episodes. You know, I, I'll see them. They're on TV all the time. I'll watch them every so often. Yeah. I mean, I've never really like, fully. Like, I, haven't, I hadn't seen the original pilot until I watched it for this. And, like, I was like. There's a lot that I didn't watch later too because it looked really weird. Like he was like in an asylum at some point or something. I don't know.
0: It gets a little weird. <laughs> well, we'll get there eventually. But yeah. Um, so this clearly, uh, Brian Singer is uh, one of the
1: people that. Yeah, that's another thing that showed up. I'm like, ooh, that didn't age well.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ones that brought this to uh, to television. But I think it was more. It was more the brainchild of David Shore uh, and. It's clearly influenced although there's there's some usual suspect jokes uh, oh, no. spread throughout the series like there's a few times where uh, house will say like that that uh, you know the usual suspects he's like that ending made no sense and things like that where they make fun of it and you know Brian singer obviously directed that movie right but basically
1: they directed young boys into the shower with them while filming a pupil Yeah,
0: exactly. But uh, this uh, this show, obviously, is uh, a big correlation to Sherlock Holmes, uh, you know, Sherlock...
1: Yeah, the entire, uh, some background, David Shore was an attorney before this. He claimed mm-hmm. it was a lateral move because he felt that being an attorney and also being a, uh, a showrunner slash writer for a TV show were both creative professionals. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it's set up like a classic. It's a it's a modern take on Sherlock Holmes, where they completely change the setting from a uh, detective, you know, who solves various crimes with his sidekick Wilson, to a uh, Watson a elite of the elite uh, Watson. That's yeah, right. the elite of the elite uh, doctors. You know, he mm-hmm. works at the, I forget the name of the hospital, but he's like you know the top diagnostic doctor that anyone's seen. Yeah. And the sidekick kind of is his old friend uh, Wilson, instead right. of Watson, as you pointed out.
0: Yeah, it's James Wilson instead of John Watson. His name is House instead of Holmes, which sounds like Holmes. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they 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 mention Irene Adler at one point. Uh, this this woman's name is uh, the the first patient's name is I think it's Rebecca Adler, uh, and Irene Adler was like a love interest of, of Sherlock Holmes. So there's a lot of very clear allusions. Uh, the hospital is the uh, Princeton Plainsboro teaching hospital
1: is there is there a equivalent of Moriarty or like an, a recurring villain
0: mm, no they try that a couple times uh you know in uh, I, I believe mean,
1: I guess you say disease <laughs>
0: yeah disease is the villain but they they uh towards the end of this season I no no I, I think it's I, maybe it's season two yeah, I think it's season two and season three. They uh, they try that a little bit uh, with a reoccurring type villain, but it never really... Like, it's good for a little bit, but it's it's clear that it's not something that they can continue with.
1: Actually, I was joking when I said disease, but actually I believe in this episode he says that he's he's not... The patient isn't as concerned, it's the disease. So yep. that kind of is the reoccurring you know, villain he's obsessed with. Uh, it's more like a... It's a I'm a big fan of The Wire, and what I liked about The Wire is, um, they basically treated police. Some of the police officers weren't, you know, they were the stereotypical, like you know, um, you know, traditional. Like, oh, I'm here to help people. Like, some of the police were just in there to, like, you know, because they like beating people. Yeah, they like solving puzzles, and that's definitely, you know, it's like a interesting take. You can really see it. I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, a lot of shows are procedurals, like you know, your Law and Order, whatever the fuck they have at this point. There's a lot of Law and Orders. So it's. Mm-hmm. it's it, it, they're comforting to watch, you know, CSI is another one, they're fun, you kind of know what's going to happen, but I really do think this is at an up, another level, I, a lot of the medical stuff is pretty accurate from what I can tell, mm-hmm. uh, my mother-in-law's a nurse, and she, like, you know, she's a big fan of the show, and she says a lot of it's more accurate than you would think.
0: Yeah, but yeah, there was, uh, it doesn't exist anymore, but there was a doctor on polite descent, which was... Uh, I guess it's a blog or something like that out there. And he used to do medical... So when the show was on, he would do medical reviews. And he was an actual medical doctor. And uh, he would say, you know, when they got things wrong, he'd give it a grade for you know how how well it it uh, portrayed the medicine and things like that he give the soap opera a grade and stuff like that and like the show the overall how he liked the episode as a grade uh, grade as well and most of them got pretty good grades and even when it was like a bad grade he would say this is a bad grade for house House is still far and away better with their medical accuracy than any of the other and he would often cite Grey's Anatomy. He's like than any of the other sure. medical shows and like Grey's Anatomy is I guess for for him was a, a frequent um you know what yeah, of like a frequent violator of of medical stuff, a lot of times the things he'd point out is they'd be in surgery and they're not wearing eye protection and it's like right. you you know why that is i mean it's not medically accurate, but it's because if you're wearing those clear eye protection things, the lights of the camera are going to reflect off that, and then you're not really going to be able to see the person's face, so that's right. why they don't do that, but yeah, I mean that's you know technically that is a uh you know um, In inaccuracy But so there'll be Little things like that Where it's like It's easily explainable Because it's like Well it's not It's not really convenient To film that way So And we don't consider it Important necessarily
1: Wait, Do you know what the name Of the first episode is? Is just Pilot?
0: I think it's just Pilot
1: Yeah Okay yeah So uh, In this episode uh, And this is The show is formulaic But that's not necessarily A bad thing I mean It's, mm-hmm. again, it's kind of satisfying But it's like I think it's a, a, a More intelligent version Than like CSI Or something like that Right or Criminal Minds is a show I really dislike.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Like in every episode, and it's also done on another show that's really good, uh, Six Feet Under. They'll have like the person who's like you know the the ter- the special guest. In this case, it is an actual special guest. It's yeah. uh, Robin Tooney from The Craft, and uh, I don't know what else she's been in, but she's you know I'm, I'm, she's a she's a good actress. Uh, she's very attractive as well, which I was happy mm-hmm. to see her in this. Yep. Um, she's a teacher at a uh, like she's either kindergarten or preschool. And then she just suddenly starts slurring her words and saying the wrong things. And then she kind of like hastily scrawls on the uh, chalkboard, call the nurse. And of course, the kids can't read this.
0: Right? I think they read the word the.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, like, they take her to the hospital and, like, uh, they're like, oh, it's a brain tumor. And then, uh, why don't we talk about the characters a little bit? Because we're going to have the same characters. Obviously, House, Gregory House, is he's a specialist in. Um, not per, what is it? It's just like disease.
0: Infectious di- infectious disease and nephrology. Uh, nef- yeah, there you go. Nephrology doesn't come up, come up in this episode, but um, it comes up in later episodes. But he he is mentions that infectious is that disease. disease?
1: Is yeah, that diseases of the kidneys. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So he's like this. Uh, you know, he's he's hobbled. He's uh, kind of walked on one leg. His leg is kind of fucked up, which we discovered in the episode. That's kind of disappointed. I thought they wouldn't explain it in the first episode. But they explained that he had like some kind of a like, broken bone and he got infected and now he's addicted to uh, Vicodin, which you, like, see, we see him scam it from one of the patients at one point.
0: Yeah, we actually we get um, we get a more detailed explanation of what happens to him later. But yeah, he explains that he had an infarction in his leg and uh, Robin Tooney, this is uh, he's uh, explaining it to her and she says like a heart attack and he's like when it happens. You know, in your heart, it's a heart attack. If it, had, you know, it's a, but it's an aneurysm, basically. Right, um, like
1: a blockage of blood flow is what he describes. I think.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, they uh, because because of that, some of his muscle died and, and everything, and now he's got constant pain, and he's uh, addicted to Vicodin in the same way that that Sherlock Holmes was addicted to cocaine.
1: Yeah, which again was a clever little modern update on the whole, uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes reference. Mm-hmm.
0: And way before the opioid courses, too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it was out of the time.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so House obviously he's the main character of the show. He's a brilliant diagnostician as, as as Mike said, uh very sarcastic and guarded. He doesn't like to see patients. Um they in the like the very first scene where he's walking with well not the first scene but the first scene we see him in where he's walking with Wilson, uh you it's clear that he's embarrassed by his by his um his, uh, yeah, yeah, his disability. Um, you know, he says, Oh, they all think that I'm a, they all think I'm a patient. You know, I don't want him to think that I'm a patient, but I don't want him to think that I'm a doctor either. You know, and it's clear he doesn't like to see patients. Like Mike said, he cares more about the disease. He cares more about the puzzle than he does about people.
1: He just, in fact, in this episode, he mostly solves, he basically never sees the patients if he can avoid them. Yep. But then there's some. I don't remember the exact issue, but he basically his administrator, whose name is Doctor Cuddy. Yeah. I don't. Again, I don't know if that's a correlation to Sherlock Holmes, but she basically almost sentences him to like, well, you have to do 4,400 hours in this clinic, mm-hmm. or. But I'm actually another thing I like to put out that I really like about this is it starts like in media res. Yeah. Like we don't like. I, it's, I, I really, I absolutely hate origin stories. Like I hate like if it'd be like, oh, I'm Doctor House and here's my new team. It's like. What you can tell is that Mark was being a little kind earlier. Basically, everyone th- except for Wilson, not yeah, Wilson, everyone thinks House is an asshole, and they're right. Yes. He's a complete fucking asshole. In yes, <laughs> like he has like he, he, he's aware of social graces. He just has no interest in practicing them. He's a very intelligent person, but he just he does not care. Like. Mm-hmm. And says uh it's it's one of the someone who donates money to the hospital he's like he's completely orange He shows up and mm-hmm. and then about five seconds house goes oh your wife's cheating on you and uh, stop taking all these uh, vitamins
0: yeah yeah he's like you you eat a lot of carrots right and take a multivitamin uh you know the carrots will turn you yellow the uh, the multivitamins turn you red. Um, find get some a, finger paint. Yeah. yeah, get some pink finger paint and figure it out. And he's like, it's one thing for you not to notice that you've turned orange, but your wife didn't notice.
1: Yeah, he, so he basically walks in and says, stop taking these vitamins. Your wife's having an affair and walks out.
0: What if he was like, my wife's blind? <laughs> right.
1: And <laughs> yeah, so that also turns out to be right. So yeah, we see him in the clinic. It's kind of, he's like... He's got like a, he really does not give a shit at all. His, no. uh, so he talks to that guy about his, uh, you know, his orange skin. A mother like has a young child who's like having trouble breathing. He's like, "Oh, you don't give him the inhaler all the time?" She's like, "Oh, well, I don't believe he should have that sort of medicine." He's like, "Why even come here if you don't believe in medicine?" Which is like the whole anti-vaxxer argument. Like, why even go to a fucking doctor?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So he basically like gives her shit about that. And then the third guy is just like—he seems like he's like a hypochondriac. So he goes, oh, I think you might have, you know, so and so. And he goes, he goes, I need change for a dollar. He goes and gets some candy out of the machine that looks like pills. Yeah. And he scams a pharmacist and they give him like thirty Vicodin for the guy. Yeah. And then so he swaps it out and gives the guy the placebo.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the implication was that guy was like, uh, it was like drug seeking behavior, like he was yep. looking for drugs.
1: So I thought it was just a hypochondriac because fibromyalgia is a thing that like often like is like a really hard to diagnose type disease.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a diagnosis of exclusion because there's no definitive yeah, so, diagnosis for it.
1: Right, and I mean some people think it's not even a real thing. So I I think they're implying it was a hypochondriac. Can you remember what his other symptoms he said he had were? He, he, he thought, thought he, had,
0: he thought he had chronic fatigue syndrome because yeah, he was, was tired last. a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, and he, and, he had, and he had like a headache last month or something like that.
0: Yeah, and he. Like so, and here's the thing, I, you might be right because I think they were I think they were trying to imply that it was drug seeking behavior, but I think you might be right because, in my mind, if it was drug seeking behavior, he'd be seeking marijuana, and I don't even know if marijuana was legal for medicinal purposes in New Jersey. Not really at no. this time.
1: So I think you're being a kind of a, you're seeing it through the lens of the opioid crisis. Okay. Because I can point out this is really before that, so I mean it wasn't common that you hear of like you know opiate seeking behavior and that kind of stuff. Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. And and but you wouldn't. And that's the thing too is like uh, doctors wouldn't give. I don't think they'd give opioids for chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia. Like they would marijuana. They do now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that
1: wouldn't make sense. What's funny is it's so, like, no one even thinks about it. Like, the, the pharmacist, he just goes, yeah, give me 30, like, it," and she doesn't make them yeah. sign shit, or there's no, like, really thick chain of, like, you know, physical papers that need to be transferred. Right. Whereas now, you can't go get fucking Sudafed from the goddamn pharmacy without, you know, writing, like, you know, your name, your ID, your thumbprint, you know, need a semen sample, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I hope they wanted it.
0: Pound of flesh.
1: <laughs> I of the flesh.
0: Right. A semen yeah, sample so smeared on a plant.
1: I don't know how it's I don't know how easy it actually is in a hospital. Obviously it's another dramatic thing. You don't want to have like a whole fucking process like, well it'll be thirty minutes. Right. Yeah, that's like a way he sneaks Viagra. He just like dumps or not Viagra. <laughs> That'd, be <a> <laughs> That'd be a different show. He just he just he just dumps a viking into his pocket and puts candy that looks like pills in there. Which how big guy can't tell it's fucking candy? Is this the worst candy in the world? Seriously. It tastes just like bubble gum, so it must be medicine. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he scams that guy, uh, you know. And I think you're right. I think now that I think about it, because I, I I think about the ending, um, I think uh, I think he is a hypochondriac. I think you're right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he he scams that dude uh, so he can get some Vicodin, and then um, and
1: then he meets. So he, doesn't he then meet up with his team? Because like mm-hmm. you, House will often have like you know a couple different stories going on at once. So I have the main story, the uh, Dizzy's house is trying to uh, go ahead and, you know, figure out, and then there'll be, like, a minor thing where, like, you know, I'm terrible with names. I will never remember the names of his three assistants. Okay. Well, I do. I know. Yeah, one's Omar X. Yep. I think the, the, is he British or Australian? His name's Chase.
0: Uh, He is. He's actually British in real life. Jesse Spencer, uh, that's the name of the actor. He's playing Australian.
1: Well, that's just fucking dumb. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And yes, his name is his name's Robert Chase. Omar Epps is uh, Eric Foreman, and then Jennifer Morrison plays um, Cameron. Uh, okay, yeah,
1: that's right. I recognize names now. What's her first Again, name? I don't know. If, I'm not sure. Are they Allison. correlated? Do you know? Do you know if they're correlated to Sherlock Holmes?
0: I don't think so. I'll I'll look into it for next week's episode. But I don't think sure. there's a big correlation. Sure.
1: Yeah, so they show up, and again, thankfully, they already know him. He doesn't get this new elite team, but they just, they, even they know he's a fucking asshole. Like they basically treat him like, oh my god, this fucking asshole we have to work for. Mm-hmm. So they're all very bright, like top of their class. Like he chose them for like, an elite team of, you know, whatever residency or fellowship he's running. So yeah, he has like the top doctors, and they help him.
0: Yeah, it's like the most advanced, or it's the most prestigious fellowship in the country, apparently.
1: Yeah, like one of them, I think went to like Harvard. One of them went to Princeton. I don't remember where the. Are you sure that that Chase isn't just playing like a uh, S Guardian with the Australian? <laughs> he does seem like that, doesn't he? Maybe that's what he's doing.
0: I went to the uh, the University of uh, Frigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mate. But uh, he. Um, yeah, Omar Epps went to, or Foreman went to Johns Hopkins, which obviously is one of the, the best, you know, medical schools in the country.
1: Yeah, and he says he had never had anything less than a 4.0. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly, you know, I mean, he's, he's a, I mean, I, I really like the assistants. Uh, Omar Epps, I'm just a huge fan of him. All Everything I've seen him in, I've liked him in. He was, you know, in, a, what, what the fuck was that movie? Uh, In Too Deep, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. He's great in that. Yep. He was, um, you know, I I can't, he was, what the fuck, he's been in a lot of movies I've liked. He was in um, Higher Learning, he's pretty good.
0: Major League Two.
1: Yeah, he replaced uh, Wesley Snipes. That's the first thing I saw him in. Yeah. I'm a big Omar Epps fan, so the more I see him, you know, the more I, the happier I am, I like him. He's His character's like a really, like, kind of strong-headed guy. He doesn't really Mm -hmm. care much for House's shit, you could tell. Oh, yeah. But he just wants a prestigious, you know, he wants to be the best doctor ever. He's, like, really a driven character.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he's, so, yeah, he goes about, but he cares a little more about people than us
1: does. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we also find out that, um, because Robin Tooney's character, um, who you said the name of, like, they they figure out that, like, okay, it's not a brain tumor. We think if we give her some powerful steroids. I don't remember what they think it is that she has at that
0: Vasculitis.
1: Yeah, so they think they think of her this, it'll kinda of help her out, and it does kinda of help her out a bit. hmm She's like and she's getting another scan, and was it a, a CAT scan, I think?
0: Uh M R I.
1: She's in that thing and then all of a sudden she starts like freaking out, and then they pull her out, and then like they have to give her like a tracheotomy.
0: Yeah. She had I think she they actually so that happened first. That happened before they gave her the steroids. They okay. they think she had an allergic reaction to uh, the gallium, which is what they use to do a, a contrast MRI. And well oh, I'm sorry,
1: another another big point we forgot to mention was that um Wilson tells House that this is his cousin. So yeah. he really wants him to pay special attention to this case.
0: Yeah, and it, it it's implied at the beginning that they haven't been that he hasn't been seeing anybody. Like they've been paying these doctors the four these four doctors um you know presumably some decent salaries. And they haven't been seeing any cases or doing anything for a while.
1: Yeah. yeah, it seems like House mostly reviews records and makes recommendations. Like they they make a big deal about him, like just kind of like walking in and like making a diagnosis without taking any vitals or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he actually turns out to be correct for for the bulk of the series that I've seen him, and he's very good at making snap judgments.
0: Yeah. So, um, so like, you know, Wilson's like, I want you... See, both Wilson and Cuddy, as we'll find out in the next few episodes, both Wilson and Cuddy are trying to get through to him. They both knew him before he had his injury, um, you know, and they say, yeah, you know, he was kind of, like, always sort of jerky like this, but he's gotten a lot worse, and his character does develop and get gets to be less of an asshole than he is in this episode uh, throughout the series, but... They're both trying to get him to interact more with people and humanity. Uh Cuddy, you know, that's yeah, why Wilson's she wants to like Yeah, go
1: ahead. Yeah, Wilson's like a life like his best friend mm-hmm.
0: basically. Yeah. And like Cuddy wants him to go to the clinic to, to be with more people, to experience more humanity, uh, because if he experiences humanity then he'll he'll become he'll like humanity more, I guess. And Wilson wants him to actually treat patients and have an an effect that he can see in someone's life, so that he can, um, you know, he can like feel more like a person again, and so they both want that for him.
1: Yeah, and they both also realize that he is definitely—he's the best doctor there is that they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, they—you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's imperative that he works and helps diagnose these difficult cases, which, you know, obviously the theme of the show is that most of them have more nuance than you know the typical case. So yeah, I'm sorry, she's in the. uh She's in, the, I think she's in the MRI machine, and like she starts freaking out. So they do an emergency tracheotomy.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're they're pretty puzzled by this. House is pretty convinced at this point it's not a brain tumor, but he really doesn't know what it could be.
0: Yeah. So you know that's when they like they kind of they go through things, and it's when he's talking to. The And this happens a lot in the series He's talking to someone in the clinic And it sparks something About the case that he's going through now But he's talking to someone in the clinic He's talking to the, the Asthma kid in the clinic and, and the mom And he's saying you know he's talking, yeah,
1: the, He gets the steroids idea
0: Yeah because he talks about the inflammation And then he says he's like he stops He, he has that aha moment and that's when he leaves. He's like, oh, you don't care about doctors anyway. I'm just not going to waste my breath. So then he goes and right. tells his team, you know, we got to do, we have to, um, you know, give her steroids because he thinks maybe it's vasculitis, which is a swelling of the blood vessels in the brain, basically.
1: And they point well, out. he
0: says is, she's very young for. Her. Yeah. They, yeah. They point that out. And, and he says, you know, well, she's 29. So whatever is happening, you know, it's going to be, it's a rare thing to happen this right. young. So uh, you see,
1: kind of, it, it definitely catches his, his interest. The more mm-hmm. complicated cases often do. Yep. Like you know, he, he kind of he's more interested in cracking this puzzle than the uh, the guy who uh, you know has a headache once a month.
0: Yeah, that's why he doesn't like the clinic because everything is straightforward. So it's like some. Somebody... Yeah,
1: and he feels they're beneath him because he's he's definitely arrogant as well. Oh, absolutely!
0: Yeah. So they, um, you know, he. They give her the steroids. She gets better for a little bit, and then she crashes and uh, goes into cardiac arrest uh, and everything. I think she has a seizure, and then just kind of flatlines. They shock her back, and she, it seems like she's maybe lost a little bit of mental uh, functionality.
1: Right. And I think she's paralyzed, too, at this point, but it could be wrong.
0: Yeah. And, and then so uh, he tells Foreman that he's got to go and break into her house.
1: Yeah, Informant's kind of like, why do you ask? Me? And he reveals that, he, oh, I know you had a sealed juvenile record when mm-hmm. I talked to your uh, high school coach, and they told me, you know. Yep. And then we quickly realized it's a breaking and entering charge. So we're kind of surprised in a little bit because House definitely has a vested interest in, you know, finding out who he's working with for his team. He definitely cultivated the best team. In the-
0: yeah. And, and so he brought him on because, you know, he, he figures. He doesn't trust people, so he's not going to ask for a key. He needs people to break in and stuff like that. And Foreman's a really good doctor. He has complicated reasons for each of the people that he brings on uh, the team. At least that's... What he says is sort of true in this episode, but there's there's more to it than that. Because...
1: there's a there's a funny exchange where he's like, "Oh, you you hired me because I'm black or whatever." He's like, no, "No, no, You had a breaking and entering conviction. That's all he cared about."
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Because he
1: because he knew that, like you know, he he definitely turned his entire life around. He's been nothing but the best student ever mm-hmm. since that happened. Yep. And also, he you know he he's helpful at House because House doesn't care about conventions. He can break into someone's house, which happens quite a bit during the series.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Almost every episode they break into uh, the patient's
1: house. So really, his record at this point would be like the worst thing ever if they ever like connect the cases.
0: Oh yeah, but uh, so yeah, because at some point they go to they go to her house. He asks Cameron to go with him, and you know she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, if you're going to break into a house, it's good to have a white girl with you." Yeah. (laughs) So they go they go and they look through her house and everything. Uh, He he makes a sandwich
1: mold. Yeah. Yeah, they're thinking mold might be Yeah. What else they thought, but yeah, he's thinking of some weird allergy or something at this point. And then yeah, like you said, he makes a sandwich and
0: Yeah, and so like he's talking to Cameron about it and he's like, you know, I don't know. This is you know, the fact that I have a record, you know, is why he hired me, it's bullshit. And he goes through, you know, it's like that's when he says, you know, I got nothing less than a four point and everything. She's like, You went to Hopkins, right? And he goes, yeah. And she said, so you got better grades than me. You went to a better school than I did. And he kind of laughs and he's like, how did you get hired? Did you stab a guy in a bar fight?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good.
0: <laughs> and um, so she confronts House with it like towards the end of the episode. And she said, did, did you hire me? You know, like, why did you hire me? And he basically says, I hired you because you're beautiful. And... She's like, are you kidding? And he goes, oh, would that offend you if I hired you because of some genetic gift of beauty as opposed to some genetic gift of intelligence? Like, uh, right. He's well, like, "This is a
1: good point. And she's like, oh, are you trying to get my pay? And he's like, no, no, I don't want to sleep with you. I just you, you Go ahead. You, you, you know the reason.
0: Yeah, he's like, you know, you're like a, a, a nice piece of art or, or something like that. And he goes, look, beautiful women don't become doctors. You could have you could have uh you know gone into modeling you could have done this you could have just shown up and people would have given you everything but you didn't you worked your you you worked your stunning little ass off uh you know to become a doctor and he's like why what happened like what why are you damaged <laughs> you know basically is right, what, right. is what he's saying and that's you know and he's like you know chases dad made a phone call that's why i hired him you know all this stuff but it's really there are complex reasons the these three people interest him their their psychology, what happened you know like their 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 past basically it's sort of i guess it's it's as close as he can get to besides with Wilson to actual kind of like interaction because their pasts and what made them who they are today is a puzzle to him, just yeah, like even the medical that's
1: stuff another puzzle for sure yeah yeah.
0: So that's so, uh, why it, those those three interested in him, and that's why he he really went after them.
1: Yeah. So she's making a sandwich, and they know just casually that there's some ham in the fridge. Right. Is like ham that means pork products. They're like, yep. A lot of people eat pork products.
0: <laughs> right. So. Um,
1: so he makes this like wild jump to the fact that there's like some kind of parasitic worms in her system.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they they go like he's talking. He said first he says uh Foreman says that Oh I found you know I found ham and he's like she's not You know Wilson's cousin cause she's Not Jewish cause she's eating ham And Wilson's like yeah. Are you kidding me uh you know lots Of people first, first he goes Um Rachel Adler's not Uh not Jewish like He's saying like Adler must be a Jewish last Name or something right. like that and he goes Hey lots of us uh you know Don't keep kosher uh you know, foreman. He says another funny line. He goes, I can see getting through high school without learning uh, anything about Jews, but medical school?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a funny line there. (laughs) And he also points out that uh, Wilson gave the wrong name for her as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he says no. He says, you just called her Rebecca. Her name's Rachel. And Wilson kind of stumbles through trying to... uh, to explain that one. And then House just cuts him off and says, Hey, you know, she's got, it's basically like a tapeworm. She's got a tapeworm right. in her brain. And
1: then they realize that they don't see it on any tests or something. And then Chase somehow points out that the contrast they used, I don't know how he knows about this, but the contrast they used wouldn't actually show that there was a tapeworm.
0: Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want any additional tests because she just wants to die with dignity.
1: Yeah, so House goes, well, there's a tapeworm that's gonna kill you in like two days, and like she kind of, he kind of talks her into uh, letting him do that different contrast uh, X-ray on her her torso or her lower legs Her leg, yeah. He, yeah, her leg, because he says, you know, if there's a tapeworm in her, there definitely will be one in her leg because they really like the meat there or something like that. Thigh muscle.
0: That's it, which yeah. is weird, it's,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's accurate, but it is weird, so yeah, they do the x ray and sure enough, there's a uh, tapeworm. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to point out is in this these early episodes, at least in this one, there's a lot of c s i type effects where they'll go inside the brain of the yes. young person and like show like an animation of like shit. I don't think they do that much as much later, which I'm happy about because it's just like very obviously influenced by c s i
0: yeah, they go through her nose to <laughs> into her brain, it's so. It's really weird. So every once in a while there's one that I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." But for the most part, they're just sort of tedious. And like you said, in the first in the first, you know, like kind of half of the first season, they do it a lot more, and then they really go away from it. Um, and then like like by the second and like third season, like by the third season, they pretty much never do it anymore, which is good. Right.
1: Yeah, it's it's distracting, and I'm sure it adds to the budget where they don't need it, to. Right, exactly.
0: But, yeah, so uh, she she agrees, you know, like they like you said, she agrees to the, the regular uh, x-ray, and, you know, they, they say, hey, that's it, you know, and um, Wilson's like, she's like, so I've got one of those in my brain, and he says, are you looking for a guarantee? You know, I mean, it's definitely going to be there. If it's in your leg, you know, this is what's causing your problems. And she's like, okay, what's the treatment? And uh, he gives her two pills.
1: And he's and then, like yeah take that for 30 days.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then she's like that's it and he's like yep. Uh, you know, and that is I mean that's I can't remember what they call it but yeah, it's just to it's just a a pill that kills the the um
1: the thing. Yeah, and they say it's been in their, like system for like 6 or 7 years which is terrifying uh, in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. And the, th- the here's the thing. I think you have to be like she must have I mean maybe she had the flu or something like that when she ate this ham one time or whatever. Um, but it's like I mean, it can happen uh from what I read, but it's a really interesting series of events for this to happen because she would have had to be somewhat immunocompromised, so she would have had to been sick and then at the same time eaten uh pork that was not fully cooked um right. and, you know, and had that pork at that exact time in order for for this to happen and then, you know, eventually they go through your bloodstream, and if one ends up in your brain, then actual problems can occur, uh, otherwise it, right. wouldn't really, it wouldn't really affect her, because um, most people, you know, if they ate some undercooked pork, their digestive system and their body and everything would just kill the, the, the little tapeworms, and they'd die. Right. But yeah, so the, I mean that's so she takes that and uh, you know, like I said, like we talked about before, there's a speech between uh, her and House where he kind of lets in a little bit of his humanity and everything. And um, uh, her kids come to visit her, uh, you know, the kids from school, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, and she- <laughs> the one came
1: in a hilarious like card that said, "I'm glad you died." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I like the little touches like that. It's really funny Yeah, that's, to me. that's
1: totally a kid thing.
0: But yeah, that's basically... So we, we got a lot into character uh, this week, which obviously we won't have to as much uh, in weeks going forward. Um, at least not this in-depth about kind of the characters. But it was good to do it in this episode because, as you kind of heard as we went through the plot, not a ton really happened... Medical wise, and I, you know, it's because it's the pilot. The pilot needs to do a lot of stuff. It really needed to introduce they, they, the characters and everything.
1: And they had a lot going on in this episode. They oh yeah, how he injured himself, all his, you know, cast of characters. There's a lot going on this. Episode.
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. But uh, overall, I think it was a, a pretty good episode. Did you like uh, this episode?
1: Yeah, it was a good pilot. Like it set up all the elements, and like I said, it just starts from the get go. You know.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was pretty uh happy with it as well. Yeah. But uh yeah, so tune in uh next week. We'll be on episode two and uh let us know if uh if you like this stuff. Uh you can uh, mail us at uh email or whatever you want to call it. Uh at Gmail dot com and you can find us on Twitter uh, you can listen to the regular show. You can listen to our dumpster diving. Uh, you know, we've got all that stuff for you. But, uh, yeah, definitely thank you for listening to this. And we hope that you uh, continue to enjoy us going through House MD.
1: We will see you next time. And we don't know what this is called yet. <laughs> we'll think of something. Bye. See you next time.